that's <laughs> that's piping hot. Uh, I'm rolling. So, <laughs> welcome to episode nine of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and today I have not two but one special guest with me. Uh, unfortunately, Mr. Alec White is out sick with food poisoning. I'll get well soon if you're listening. Uh, me and Steve are in here, and we are currently at um, this place called Players Pizza. Now, this place is very special to us because we might get a sponsorship if we don't curse. I don't know if I'm going to break that rule, but um, anyway, yeah, so we're just going to jump right into everything like we always do. Uh, you want to talk about Gronk retiring first, just because that's... Well, we, we did change the uh, name of the podcast again. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. we got to say that. So uh, the oven didn't really work out. Um, <laughs> it lasted a whole, you know, six days or whatever, five. I don't even... Wait, yeah. when, was, when was the last one? Friday? The last one was Friday. It's like four days. So four or five days. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace the oven, but... Uh, yeah, me, me and Steve were having a, um, a, a balls deep conversation, and uh, well, there goes the sponsorship. We uh, <laughs> we were having a, a really deep conversation the that other lasted, night. That lasted about as long as the other name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I forget how it came about, but it, like after hours, it sounded a lot better than yeah. Um, no, for some reason, when you're not, just not thinking of stuff, it uh, just comes to you, and we just had our creative minds going and. Yeah, it just came came across us. So uh, yeah, so it's gonna be after hours now, um, which is kind of cool because right now, like I said, we're or like Blake said, we're in Players Pizza in the back room, and they're about to close, so it'll be kind of after hoursy, and yeah, it'll be. We usually record pretty late at night, so um, it kind of fit. So, do you want to announce your new venture? So um, for the last couple of years, uh, I've been wanting to do a podcast, and um, just kind of. Went, went to start it a few times and didn't do it for whatever reasons. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be starting my own next week. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to do it at first. I'm, I'm trying to like get kind of a feel for it. I, I do have my first uh, guest next week. It'll be uh, actually the owner of Players Pizza, Penny Grant. Um, I'm not sure what day yet. I'm still trying to iron that out, and then I'm sure I'll have Blake on it a few times. Um, but yeah, so that'll start next sometime next week, and I'm pretty excited about that. Finally, get that going, and I'll still be doing this, and um, yeah, so just stay tuned for that. Sweet. Um, just so you guys know, we don't have any topics this week. Uh, we kind of just wanted to come in here and just kind of sit down and just go at it, and that's what we're gonna do. Uh, of course, there's a few things that happen, like Conor McGregor and Gronk retiring. Well, McGregor, for the second time, retiring. Yeah. We don't know if it's going to be official. Yeah. I honestly don't think it is. We can get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you know, there's a few different stories going on. Besides that, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll just we'll go wherever. Uh, uh, Spitball process. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll just go wherever it goes. So let's talk about Gronk. Um, <clears throat> Rob Gronkowski retired from the New England Patriots after nine seasons on Sunday night. He won three Super Bowls, uh, five Super Bowl appearances, including three in, or four in the last five years. They've made four Super Bowls in the last five years. Is that how many it's been? Yeah, because the Seahawks won. Know. They won. They got beat by the Broncos. Broncos won because I was Peyton Manning's last day, uh, last year. Yeah. And then the last three they've been in and won two. The Falcons, Eagles, and uh, yeah, wow, four That's and five. Crazy. That's crazy. With with Tom Brady, who's dirt old. Yeah. And yeah. No, they they're just a they're just you just expect them every year to be there. Um yeah. I don't want to get too far away from Gronk, but um he I mean he was the second best player on that team. 
I mean, you could even say he was the most talented player on that team, to be honest. If yeah. you want, he, he yeah. probably was. I think so. He's the most. He's definitely the most physically gifted on that team by far, because um, you know Brady's pretty slow. He, yeah, he can throw and he's smart, but Gronk's just a physical. Just you, you don't you don't come across players like that all the time, and um, I know you think he's <clears throat> the top tight end ever. He probably is. I don't think there's really much of an argument to be honest. He's he can do he can do any anything. I mean, when him and I'm, I probably haven't heard this name in a minute, but Aaron Hernandez were together. They were mm. a pretty good uh, tandem, tandem until he decided to go off and shoot someone. Yeah, and but, then go off and <clears throat> kill himself. Yeah, but, but yeah, he wasn't gonna ever play again. But yeah, yeah. Um, but those those were I mean that that duo of those two were were good. I mean they were crazy good. That was probably the best tight end duo, in, you know, ever to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't know if there was a better one, and I I can't even remember. There was someone else there too at that time. But um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't argue that he wasn't the best. I I wouldn't even yeah I would I would easily say he's probably the best. Him or Shannon? Yeah, like you said, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. I mean, you could say Mike Mike Ditka or something. Just Tony yeah. Gonzalez. He's up yeah, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I completely forgot about Tony Gonzalez. He, he was. Those are those are the three. Sharp, Gonzalez, and Gronk probably, and then Ditka's probably the fourth one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. I I mean, I think you expected it just as much as I did. I did. Yeah. I wasn't. I I figured. I I didn't know if it would be this year. I definitely thought it would be soon, sooner rather than. You know, I figured it would be either this year or next. Yeah, um, which sucks for them. They're that's a big piece to their to their puzzle. But you know, hey, it's the Patriots, and they're gonna figure it out. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you know the reason I think he's the greatest is because people don't really talk about this. He was like the best blocker. Oh yeah, at his position, well, like in the whole league, the whole, just, his whole career. That's just as big of a, as an importance at that position as catching the ball. Yeah. Um, and and not to like knock him, but I mean he was he was slow too to be honest. Like he wasn't the fastest guy. No, he just had really good hands, and he uh, he's huge. Yeah. So especially when the injuries started piling up, he really just it, yeah. it was just I amazing. Mean, well, yeah, you'd watch him get triple teamed, and he still comes down with the ball, and he's not jumping to over guys. He's just <laughs> he just positions himself well. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I don't I wouldn't argue that he's the best, which is crazy because he had a shortened career. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, even coming out of uh, Arizona, uh, the University of Arizona, he had that back injury. Yeah. That's why he fell so far in the draft to the Patriots to begin with. Yeah, he, he, he lasted, what, what is this? Is, he played nine years. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good career. I mean, that's, that's usually about the shelf life of a running back, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little more, to be honest. I don't, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I mean, he won enough. Been there five times. So. Yeah, one three. I like the fact that he got out a year or two early. I feel like a lot yeah. of athletes, almost all athletes, except like Tim Duncan, Gronk, all these guys get out a couple years too late, and yeah. it really just like Kobe. Well, uh, you're seeing um, Dwayne Wade right now. He had he he. I think he made a statement yesterday. Said uh, I can play. I could play another two or three years. Yeah, but he's like I I want to be gone on my own, like I want to be going out the way I want to go out. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't want to play in the league and average nine points a game. Like why? Yeah, like, and why hurt every day? You know, he can go and go on vacation basically for the rest of his life. I mean, he's, he's I still mean, he lives he's still, in a vacation. Yeah, city, he's, <laughs> and he's still gonna make a ton of money. I'm sure from endorsements and and then I'm sure his sons will probably wind up playing 
at some point. I'm, yeah. So that's how that always goes. The legend sons always somehow make it, except for Michael Jordan. <laughs> Shout out to Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rich. Man, Rich was um, not happy the other night with that debate. But anyway. what's what's actually crazy? I don't know if I. I remember I thought of. I don't, I don't know if we talked about this, but what's crazy is. So Dirk supposedly is retiring, right? Right. There's actually like, like he. I, I've heard that he's torn. So there's actually crazy like craziness that he could actually come back again too. And Vince Carter hasn't even announced it. So I think Vince Carter's going to come back for another year, which to I me think so too. to me I think at this point uh it's it's kind of cool that he just keeps playing and he keeps finding his way on the team and he keeps getting minutes to be honest. Yeah. Um gets a couple dunks here and there. Yeah, but I well I think now he's going for like the record for most years. I think I think if he plays one more year, he'll be the oldest and longest player in NBA history. Yeah. Which is cool. You know? Well, um, so Dirk's 40, and this is his 21st season because he got drafted in 98. Him, so. him and Vince Carter, I think, were the same year. Yeah. That's nuts. And he wants to keep coming back. If I was Dirk... I think Dirk's going to retire, but yeah. but uh, there is, like... I don't know. It's weird. I mean, he had a big night against the Warriors a couple nights ago. I think I think he had, like... 20 points or something. When they blew him out by yeah. 35, yeah. He was he was playing well. Yeah. See, there would be – I don't I've, – I've actually thought about this. If he came back, what if he went to them? Like, what if he signed, like, a veteran minimum? I think he, he should. I, one, I one, thought he should do that this year. That's what I was thinking was yeah. going to happen. But I think he's just – I think at this point he's, uh, he's played in Dallas for so long. And he's only played for what two teams? Oh, you're talking about Dirk. Dirk. Oh, you're talking about Vince. Oh, Vince. That too. I I actually I, I thought, thought Vince should have went to Golden State a couple of years ago. Just um, get a ring and then get out. What was weird is I thought they actually might sign him. I don't even think there was even talks. But it would have been crazy because I think uh, I think Dell played with Vince at the end of, in, at the end of Dell's career. Uh, he did. Yeah. yeah when when T Mac was there. Yeah. There's pictures of yeah. uh, Steph with them. That's nuts. That would have been crazy. Yeah. That had to have been the first time that would have happened. Never. Yeah. Someone playing with, well, maybe not. Someone but. playing with a dad and son. Maybe not. But. but that's still, I mean, a dad and son just being in the league together is nuts. Yeah, but mean, then yeah. having a teammate or a person that was a teammate for both, I mean, that's. That still was. I wonder that's ever happened. Well, Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. played together. They homered back to back. Yeah, that's nuts. That's, that's insane. Yeah, I don't know about the NBA, though. The NBA is different. Yeah. But, yeah. Watching that, speaking of the Griffey thing, watching that, like, gives me chills every time. Like oh, imagine, nice. yeah, just imagine playing with your dad on a, a professional level, and then you hit home runs back to back. That's nuts. It's insane. And you can't script that, or no. you know, make it, that it, up. It'd be like LeBron uh, playing until his son gets there, and they. I, you can't even you can't even do that then because yeah, it's, and it's then back to back threes. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so like, you'd have to win the finals or something. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know. And then like Bronny Junior or Bronny gets the the MVP. MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that'd be sick. Um, final thoughts on Gronk. I think he's the greatest tight end ever. Uh, he's going to be missed. Uh, I do think he's done. I think his body's wore on him enough. I was saying before the Super Bowl, no matter what happens, he's going to retire. He just seems really beaten up. He turns 30 in May. I'm happy he's getting out a year or two early, keeping his body mostly intact. He's had injuries his entire career. He's a beast nonetheless. And uh, Gronk will definitely be missed by just NFL fans. I mean, he's one of the – he's one of those guys that even though he's on a team that everyone hates – People like him. No, he's a lot. He's, People he's, don't hate Gronk. He's a party guy. He's, he's funny to watch. He's just a he's just a funny guy. He's just a he's a meathead to be honest. He's just, <laughs> he's 
No, he is. He, yeah. he is. And so, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think he'll definitely be missed, and I think he'll be missed on that team, to be honest. Because you kind of look at that team, all those guys are – and not saying that he's not hardworking either, but he's like the one, like, um, character on that team, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like Tom, I mean, Tom Brady has that – that edge to him, you know, you saw him this year. He was a little more lighthearted with stuff and was doing the mic drop and all that stuff. But, yeah. But Gronk's like that all the time. Kissing us out on the lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go did there. You, did you see? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen all the pictures, yeah. His dad, too. Still. Wait, what? Yeah. No way. Him and his Wait, dad, Tom Brady yeah. kisses down on the lips? Yeah, like still. Tom Brady kisses. <laughs> I'm really Googling this. I did not know he did that. I mean, look. It's not an issue, I guess. It's just that's just weird to see. It, it's weird how he did it, Tom Brady. Yeah. Because he like called him back. To he's like, like yeah. his, his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm like going on about this, but like think about it. Yeah, he's just like, oh, that was just a peck. Like what? That was just a peck. I think yeah, I think he could have probably worded it a little differently than that. But, yeah. Uh, Especially when you know you're getting filmed and you're getting a massage from a man. Oh yeah, he is kissing his dad on the lips. Well. I mean, hey, nothing wrong with loving your family. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm not trying to make any innuendos about homosexuality. I'm not like that. I don't believe in that. I just think it's weird to tell your son that was just a peck and force him to come back on camera and kiss you on the lips. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Tom versus Tom. Yeah, Tom versus Tom. <laughs> Um, and then there's Robert Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who also got a massage. Yeah. Who also got a variety. massage and uh, and did a little more than just a peck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about his case real quick? Because he came out and apologized, yeah, well, but he's pleading not guilty. I don't understand that. You can't play both I think there was defense. something. I just saw something, I think, where he's saying that now he wants a jury trial. Really? Yeah. Request jury trial on solicitation of prostitution. Huh. Yeah. Well. Crazy. I mean, he's got more than enough money. He doesn't have to. $6.6 billion. He literally invented, like, the greatest mac and cheese ever. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I don't understand, like, just admit you're guilty. Yeah. Or you come out and apologize, but you're pleading not guilty. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, what are you, what are you really accomplishing? I don't know. I, it's just, a, it's just a weird situation, to be honest. Yeah. It's just some old guy who was getting felt up by some younger women, apparently, and paying for it. Yeah. And now he's going to really pay for it. He's yeah. paying for it with his reputation and everything, and I think this is just going to make him look worse. Yeah. He should just move on and... Say you're sorry. Say... Well, I mean, what's what's really sad is, is this is a big moment for Gronk, and this is kind of like... I'm not going to say it's overshadowing it, but it's... Um, it's definitely like mucking it up. Yeah. You know, it's like drawing more. It's it's like drawing like the same amount of attention, and it's kind of like, well, that's kind of messed up. Here's like a Hall of Fame player, and you're getting more attention for you just being kind of a sleazebag at, at an old age. And 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 I and I thought Robert Kraft was a great person. I still think he is. Yeah. He just made a mistake, but it just sucks. It's getting more attention, or just as much as attention as Gronk retiring. So yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I feel like, <laughs> and this is gonna sound kind of, uh, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not prejudice, but just um, like, like when you don't, when you don't, uh, when you don't care, or, or I'm, not, I'm not trying to sound reckless. That's what I'm trying to say. But 
I feel like if you only tip a hundred, that's not the spot. Like he got busted, but like that's not his only spot, man. Like he's Probably. Robert Kraft. Like he only tipped a hundred dollars. Well, what's crazy is I remember reading that there was videos, and it's like, well, then why are you even gonna fight this thing? Like, if there's legit videos, and he stopped unless them there's from unless there's some out. other crazy charges though, like there's got to be something else that you know, like the public maybe doesn't have knowledge of. Yeah. Or I haven't read. I, I'm not sure, but um, yeah. There's always two sides or three sides to a story, you know. Robert Kraft side, prostitute side. What actually happened? Yeah. The video shows what actually happened. He's blocking that. He's trying to block that from coming out. Um, everything screams guilty. I just wish he would come out and say he's guilty. Yeah, and move on. You know, and I think that's what he was doing with the apology, but he pleaded not guilty in the court of law. A lot of the time there's, it's not them either, you know. It's like a, he has a legal team, I'm sure, that's advising him to do God knows what. Yeah. So, um I guess they're smarter than me. They went to law school, so they're yeah. They're handling all his uh, stuff, and I guess they'll either ruin him or help him out. I don't know. I guess yeah. we'll just see. The cases like cases like this sometimes like drag on for so long that it people wind up forgetting about it until it actually happens, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I, I agree. Um, we'll see what happens. Honestly, I don't think Jello, Oscar Mayer, Mac and Cheese, those sales are not gonna dip. No, it's Robert Kraft. Like, you know what I mean? Kraft Heinz barbecue sauce is not going to stop selling. No. Because <laughs> Robert Kraft. Especially not now. If, if it would have been, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago and, you know, or, or even even longer ago than that. Like, maybe when it was, like, starting to really, you know, it's not going to hurt that. No. It's, and it's, it's crazy good. how this is all in the middle of the Me Too stuff. And it's yeah. real. I mean, not, not to say it's not a big deal because... Maybe people are getting, like, there is human trafficking going on. We still don't know everything. So I don't, like, we were trying to make jokes a few weeks ago, and I don't really want to do that until we have all the knowledge, which we obviously don't. Yeah. Um, but I, I forget where I was trying to go with that point. But anyway, yeah. Um, Robert Kraft, hopefully he gets it figured out. I don't think anything that he does is going to affect it. You know, I think worst case scenario, he gets a year banned from the NFL he can't sit in Gillette Stadium during games or be around the team. I mean, at this but, point, I, I already think he should just he, – he, he needs to at least get six to eight games at yeah. this point. Oh, yeah. Um, which is half the year. So, I mean, for an owner, to me, I mean, I get he goes to every game and he is that, – that's why, like, it sucks to see because he is such, like, a good owner mm-hmm. and he goes to every game. And, like, I mean, you should if you're on a team. Like, most of them probably do, but you just see more of him. Yeah. Because he's famous for n- not just that. Yeah, yeah. But he's also the most successful owner in NFL history. Yeah. You know, besides maybe Jerry Jones, you know. But, may, yeah, may, it's like he's won twice even, the rings. I'm, but, not, I'm not even going to go there with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could talk a long time about how much I hate Jerry Jones. Really? Bad, bad. Worst owner probably in the NFL. Wow. Why do you say that? He just, he just has way too much of uh, control of the roster, and he shouldn't. Um, one, why is Jason Garrett still there? Oh, my God. That guy's been in the league way too long. Yeah. He's been the coach since, like, 2010. The whole decade. I, I think it's longer than that. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's been there for, um, I don't even know. It's been a long time. Let's see. He Well, he's 77 and 59 in the regular season. Really? He's actually he's, that good? Yeah. He's 2 and 3 in the postseason. Yeah, and that was this year, wasn't and it? And he got a win this year, and then he obviously lost this year. Um... Let's see, when did he, I think, he, yeah, he took over, like, in 2010, I think. For sure, Roma was around and whatnot. Let's see. 
Um, oh yeah, no, yeah, he was he was definitely there when Romo was there, for sure. Oh, so he was offensive coordinator and assistant head coach after being before being promoted to interim head coach after the firing of Wade Phillips in November 2010. So since the middle of the 2010 okay. season, he's so, been the head so coach. So basically for a decade. Yeah, he's been the head coach. And no way in hell should he have been the head coach for a decade of the Dallas no. Cowboys. No, he's just the puppeteer. He's the yes man to Jerry Jones. He is. I don't want to make it sound like I'm taking a dub on Jason Garrett because I'm not. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just don't think he should be the coach of that team for that long. Um, well, it was like, uh, um, I can't even think of his name right now. Marvin Lewis for the Bengals. Oh my goodness! I Dude. mean, he he did some good stuff, but he was there way too. He didn't win long. one playoff game in that, seventeen but years. But that's like Jason Garrett. Yeah. I think he, I mean, at I, least he's won a couple playoff games. I want to. I want to say that they weren't they both this year though. No, because they lost in the divisional round of the Rams. They won against the Seahawks in the wild card, and then they lost. And that was one of his two wins in his whole career in the playoffs. So yeah, so one at one, and so two in, two in ten years. The other time they won was the wild card game before they, they went to Green Bay and lost. Yeah, and then the Dez catch and yeah. So so yeah, now that basically transitioned into the other. So the league made a rule today. That um, you can review pass interference calls. Yeah. Basically, after the last few years of all the blunders in the playoffs, or or not, whatever catches, not catches, they've been changing it. Yeah. Um, the, the the Calvin Johnson which, rule, quote unquote. Yeah. The, the, those were the catching. So now they can review pass interference because of how bad that play was in the Saints Rams game. Oh my god. I mean it, it it really should have been Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Yeah. Which would have been crazy because had 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 the Saints played, I mean who knows what would happen, but had Drew Brees won, I think it would be him retiring. Maybe Gronk yeah. too, but uh, I think Drew Brees definitely would have retired. Yeah. Absolutely. In, in my opinion, I thought that the whole year. Yeah. I thought if they go and they win, he's he's going to go out. And 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 it's it's always the right thing to do. I mean, Peyton did it. Um, right just, the side. Ray Lewis. Um, I feel like there's someone else we're missing. Yeah, there's some. Did the Spurs win and Tim Duncan went out? No, or he should have. He just kept riding. He played, I think, two more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have. I was saying he should have. I was like, dude, just retire. You got five. Yeah. You got a whole hand. Yeah, so, I mean, some guys ride it out a little longer, but... Um, anyway, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's... It sucks because it just it just slows the game down a lot more. But at the same time, it's like they gotta get these calls right. Yeah. I mean that. I mean that. That, that was ruined. disgusting. That no call in that game. What was more sad is that there were so many refs down there, and not one of them threw a flag. That's why I think it's fixed. I've I, you know 50 million people on TV or 40 whatever you know what 40 50 thousand fans in the Superdome. Everybody saw that play. Except the four or five refs on the field, and I just I think, think that's complete uh, BS. They saw it. They just didn't want. To, they didn't want to call it. I think sometimes, and and refs are all human and everything. Yeah, I absolutely. Think, yeah, I think. Well, that that play wasn't. I I, I still think that was like a. I, I I'm not gonna say it's fixed, just because I, I don't want to like go into that. Even though I I do think sometimes stuff is a little strange to me, but. Um, Really, you don't I think just, that no call was? I don't. I, the reason why I, th- I think what happens is, is late in games, refs get scared to throw a flag and change the game, but then they don't, and they're changing it anyways. So they didn't throw a flag there, and they ruined the Saints' season on third and ten. 
Yeah, and they were oh, at the nineteen on the oh, Rams they, nineteen. I they mean, were they were gonna they get a first down, they get a touchdown and win, and they go to the Super yeah. Bowl. Well, no, I think they yeah yeah yeah. So they would have been on like the like the two the, yard line or something. Yeah, some, some they would have won. They would have went in. So yeah. um, and even if not, they would have they would have gotten a first down, taken the time down even more, and then I think they kick a field goal and win. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a minute forty left. It was below. It was under the. They were tied. It was tied, right? It was tied. It was tied at twenty. All right. Yeah, twenty because Saints hit a field goal. Rams Rams field goal, and and then the Rams got a field goal in overtime after they picked off Breeze. So, so they could have ran the time down, kicked it. I don't think the Rams had any more timeouts. No. So they would have ran the time all the way down to nothing, and then kicked a field goal and won the game. And so, um, so I think, like I said, I think refs sometimes get scared to make a big call like that, especially in a big game like that. But then, or they expect the ref next to them to make a, you know. It's, it's, it's like if you're playing basketball and you, or baseball, and there's a pop-up, you call for the ball. Or if a rebound's coming down, you box out and you go get the ball. Yeah. But sometimes you kind of get lazy or you're like, okay, my, you know, my teammate's going to get it. So maybe they're thinking, okay, maybe that ref who's closer than me, a little bit closer than me, is going to throw the flag, and then they don't. And then they're all looking at each other, and then they're like, well, we can't do it now. You know, it's going to look really bad if we do that. Yeah. Just, just swallow our whistles. And then, and then it just makes them look even just as bad. Just as bad, yeah. So on that play, yeah, they definitely should have – if there would have been a review, it would have been easily overturned. Yeah. And the Saints would be in the Super Bowl, and who knows what happens then. Because my, my big issue with that and, – and this is, by the way, this is coming from someone who's not a Saints or Rams fan. Yeah. I'm a Raider fan. Yeah, I'm a 49ers fan, so. Yeah, and I just – I wasn't around. Or I was around, I, just, I didn't watch it because I was only two, but the Tuck Rule game. Yeah. There's just been too many instances where, you know, it's just flat-out BS, these calls and no calls. It's like, no, that's not even a rule. How can you call that? You know, and then – The only um, – to go – are, are you going into, like, fixed games? Well, not necessarily, just – because I want to, I want to um, elaborate more yeah, on your point. Because uh, I, I, I used to be a ref myself. Granted, for little kids in basketball, yeah, yeah. but you know, we are all human. I get that refs miss calls all the time, but that was so blatant. It was like you heard the helmets just. Oh no, he he laid them out. Yeah, and then dude literally, f- <laughs> no, dude got airborne, flew to the sidelines, no flags, and then all the boos and do I. <laughs> I remember I was watching it with Seth, and I'm like, what? Are you fucking serious? And then yeah, he's like, dude, just calm down. Just calm down. I was pissed because I'm just like, how do you miss that call? But you get paid all that money mm-hmm. and all that. And then I think the fix was in when they found out or when it came out that four of the five refs were from the L.A. metropolitan area. And when the NFL later that afternoon in the middle of the Patriots-Chiefs game said, we blew the call. It's like, okay, so that's all your guys' fault then. Like, you can't, like, I don't want to hear this, we're human, or we choked on our whistle. Uh, I, I know, you know, not uh, shitting on what you were saying, but, you know, just in general, I'm just like, so if it's that obvious and blatant, why couldn't you make the call in the middle of the game? You know, and I get the whole when it's delayed and they throw a flag. It's like when, in basketball, when someone gets fouled and they wait, wait two wait. seconds. So, well, the reason, and I do actually like that. I do too. Because what the refs do is they're waiting to see if the ball goes in. And if, and if the basket's made, they go, okay, you know, like we're going to, you know, it wasn't, it was like a 50-50 call. So, so it's like if they make the, if they make the bucket, then okay, you know, whatever. But if they miss, they're going to call a foul. Yeah. Because they altered it enough to where they missed. Um, so I've always liked that. I've yeah. always liked the refs kind of have that little bit of a, a control of the game. Um, 
But sometimes they, they overstep their boundaries. I mean, I, I still don't think who, – who was the ref this year? Is it Scott Foster? Yeah. That James Harden and Chris Paul think is – Conspiring against yeah, them, basically which, which, colluding against them. So, so it's crazy when James Harden. When, so, oh. so, so what's crazy is, and and I talked about this. I remember a couple weeks ago how much I just I like James Harden, but I hate his how he, his style of play of how he just isolation ball basically. Well, his duping of the refs, and so I don't think Scott Foster's fooled by it. No. And so what's happening is is they're mad. They're like, well, this guy's the only guy who's not calling this. And so they're getting upset with him. And so, well, obviously he's he's against us. Yeah. You know, obviously he's conspiring. He hates us for some weird reason. Who knows? You know, and it's just it's just a mentality thing. But and I I don't think there's. I think back a long time ago, you could you could have a case about fixing the league. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough camera. There was you know cameras around. People. It's just stuff gets leaked now. Social media, like no one's no one's keeping their mouth shut. Someone's no. gonna blow something open. I mean, uh, uh, Donahue. I mean, that thing got blown open. Mm. Uh, just everything like that. Yeah. Um, I, I was gonna go back and say the Lakers King series. I, I do. That is the only time in recent memory that I think was fixed. Oh, absolutely. That that series was. As someone who bleeds fixed. purple and gold, like myself, absolutely, we shouldn't have won that title. Yeah. Like I was, always say that. That was uh, that was the only one that I can remember like going like. You know, and I, I was I was only like twelve or thirteen years old, so I, but I just remember going like, this is like something is weird with this. And he was, I think Donahue was a ref in that series. Yeah, he was a ref in that game. Yeah, and so that that's what sucks about it. But um, yeah, that yeah, like I said, I, I could see it going back to like the seventies or something. You know, when it's easy to get away with it. But now it's, I just don't think it's possible. Yeah. You know, it's funny that we bring that up because I remember I learned about that whole thing watching this. Someone, some YouTuber made this little documentary called mm-hmm. The Greatest Tragedy in Sports mm-hmm. on YouTube. And it was that. It was literally just them talking about Tim. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Donaghy? Donahue. Don- Donahue. Donahue. Yeah. Um, about how he's the guy who. And he got sent to prison. Like, this is. Oh, yeah. You, no. you can look this stuff up, people. Bad, like, yeah. yeah, like he's banned. Gambling, like, yeah. yeah, he gambled on the game. And, and whatnot, and, and fixed it, and whatnot, and just the calls they were making, and the stuff they were giving to the to Shaq and Kobe and all the other Lakers. And if you think about it, why would the NBA want a Sacramento and New Jersey finals? Because the Nets were in the finals already. Oh, yeah. I think they swept what's, the Bucks or whoever. But what's crazy is the Lakers swept them, right? The Nets? Yeah. yeah so a, what's crazy for a is, is... Yeah, what's crazy is, is the Kings could have won that. Yeah. Oh, they won that game if they don't fix it. Well, and what, I'm, what I'm saying is they could have won a title that year. Yeah. The Kings pro- probably would have won that title, to be honest. I think they were a better team that year. I think they were a better team, yeah. They didn't have the better players. No. Know, Shaq and Kobe, I mean, that's... Two of the greatest ever at their position. You could, you could argue that's the two best, like, duo ever. I think so. The most unstoppable duo. Yeah. I mean, you could... Yeah, there's... I mean, you could say Stockton and Malone, stuff like that, you know, just because of how... LeBron Wade, Jordan Pippen... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely things, you know, Stephen, Stephen Clay, or Stephen Durant. Yeah, something like that. But I, I, to me, those are the two most dominant players to play with each other. Kobe was just relentless. Shaq was, Shaq is probably the most unstoppable player. Like you, you couldn't do anything against him, especially back then. Like, I mean, he'd have guys hanging on him, and he's still dunking the ball. He yeah, was just, he was just that good. If if he could make free throws, he'd be. Oh, he did score of all time. Yeah. He'd have 40,000 points. Wilt, though. I mean, Wilt was a 50% shooter, too, and he would have 
So both those guys, uh, it's, for some reason, they could never figure it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, I, I think that, yeah, the Kings were probably the better team. But, um, you know, it just happened the way it happened, and it was, you know, we may never know. May someday, I don't know. But um, I definitely have always thought that, that that was the one series or one sports thing. And, and it happens more in boxing and stuff like that. Or used Absolutely. To. So still. stuff like that. Stuff like that. Um, is like, he, but it's but that's so much easier to fix. Like you, you could you could you could smudge a you know a fight card easier than you're gonna have a guy score 50 points in a game or something. Yeah. So like I was disgusted when I watched that Canelo Triple G fight the yeah, first time. Crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, what? <laughs> I feel like that's always my reaction yeah, to stuff. Okay. But I'm like, what? How did Canelo you're even like, compete? Uh, you're like Stephen A. Smith with his. Uh, with LeBron! It, you know, no, what's like his line that he always says, like, uh, hold up or whatever? I don't even know what yeah, he says. Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched him in a minute, but, <laughs> but that's like, yeah, yeah, that's like your line. Yeah, I seriously, though, I'm just like, how? Well, that sport's always been, you know, that and... Always fixed. Yeah, it's something... It's always been, always gonna be. It's, it's because it's one of the... It was, like, the original, like, well, that and, I guess, horse racing was, like, the original sports gambling, you know, ring yeah. was always on that stuff. It's always in Vegas. Which is cool. I always, I, I've never been like the biggest boxing fan. I thought it's always cool, you know, and like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pay attention to it and stuff. But yeah, I always, I always like think about it, like how cool it is to like think back on like how it used to be so big and so like I mean there were Saturday night fights and like everyone would watch it and people would bet on it, and it's just like a cool pastime to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I've never really been the biggest person into it, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so. I mean, like, I'll watch the big fights. Of oh, course, yeah, yeah. You know, but I remember, like, when Floyd and Connor fought. Yeah. I mean, that was humongous. Oh, yeah, that was probably. Humongous. That was the biggest boxing event ever. Yeah, probably since. Revenue-wise. Some, something, something with, yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably say it's been the biggest fight since, you know, something with Muhammad Ali or something. Yeah, or, you know, or Mike. Or Mike, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, speaking of Conor McGregor, uh, do you want to talk about him retiring for the second time? Yeah, we're just leading right into perfect, <laughs> perfect thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was, I mean. Another, another time, I mean, it, it surprised me when I read the headline, but at the same time, it is him, and he's just he's just a crazy guy. Yeah. And so nothing really surprised me with him. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah, I he's think he'll a, be back. Those guys, those guys, like, always find a way to come back. I mean, look at Manny Pacquiao. I think he's, I think he's still going. Yeah, he's still going. So and he's got KO'd three or four times. Yeah, and, and, he, and he, keeps, he keeps, you know, saying, you know, saying he is, and you know, I'm sure Mayweather will probably fight another time before. It, in the next couple of years, and then he'll be done. But yeah, um, you think Floyd will fight again? I think he might. You think he's gonna risk his fifty and I think that's the crazy thing is like he he doesn't want to. I wouldn't. I mean, I I wouldn't either. But um, he's doing these little exhibition fights against these like Japanese like, guys and whatnot for eight nine million dollars a pop. It's weird. I think my theory, and I think he may have even come out and said this. I don't know if it's my theory if that's the case. But anyway, I think he's trying to be the first billionaire boxer. Slash, well, Michael Jordan's a billionaire, but you know the the first boxer athlete to ever be a billionaire. Yeah. Because I mean, he's pretty darn close. I mean, he's let's look at it, or at least his net worth. I mean, this guy's net worth is nuts, and may, he may not have a billion in liquid cash ever. Oh yeah. You know, but if he gets the net worth to a billion dollars, then let's see. Uh, right now, as of January 2019, 560 million dollars. Well, the way he spends, I could see that. Yeah. He spends money like it. It's dirt. going out of style. But yeah. 
Investopedia puts the figure much higher, somewhere between 700 million and 1 billion. Yeah. Uh, the boxing champion is known for his 50 no career, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, yeah, I think he's going to do all these exhibition matches until either he gets KO'd or loses, which that's not going to happen because he's a total wizard on defense. Um, I, what's crazy is like no one wants to see him and Manny fight again. Oh, God, no. But at the same time, I do because I think it'd be crazy to see them both old and fight each other. And then and then he loses. And then it's like, well, why? 50 and that? one. Yeah, why did he do that? That would be nuts. 50 and one. But that's yeah. another thing right there. Like, and I, I think, of course, Floyd won the first fight at fair and square. I mean, don't get me wrong. But do you think that's like the best... Um, trying to think how to put this. Do you think that's like the biggest number in sports? What's that? Like if if he retires 15-0, do you think that's the biggest like if you were to put that up against like the Warriors wins in a season, the um Phelps gold medals. Just yeah, stuff like that. Do you think that's like the biggest 15-0 is pretty impressive, man. I'm not going to lie because it's like even though he only has, I think, 28 KOs, and we just got done talking about the fix being in on boxing, and I do think a couple of his fights have been fixed yeah. so he could win. Um, but nonetheless, man, 50-0 oh, is yeah, something else. That's I mean, something else. That's, like, um, yeah, I don't no, think anyone's crazy. ever sniffed that besides um, um, uh, Rocky. Marciano? Yeah, yeah, yeah 49 and 0. Um, so that, that's just crazy to begin with. And I... I don't know why, but 50 is so much more satisfying than 49. Oh, yeah. You know what so I mean? It's, it's I like mean, it's half to 100 and you... Yeah. Like no, 50 it's, and 0? That's but, nuts. But you you brought up Michael Phelps. I, I don't... That, that is that gold, crazy. That gold medal count is insane. Just because... How, how much does he have exactly? I'm, I'm looking at that. 24, 20 something. Gold medal counts. Compelling content... Uh, 23 goals so, so who's, who's <laughs> and 28 overall. So who's the, okay? So he has 20. Yeah, so he has 23 individual golds. I'm 23 guessing. individual golds, 28 medals so overall. So who's who's the next person closest to him? Uh, let's see. Wi-Fi is being slow. Compelling content. Um, let's see here. Um, just as far as swimming or just in general? In general. Uh, Larissa Ladinina from the Soviet Union gymnastics, eighteen total medals. She's a she's a, a oh, woman. total medals. Yeah, uh, uh, and he won yeah. twenty three gold. Twenty three gold. Twenty eight. Including his relays when he so he has twenty eight gold. Yeah, that's insane. Like he swept the Beijing Olympics. Everything he competed in, he won gold. He won eight golds and, and one did, Olympics. And he did it until he was what, like thirty two or something. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Which is insane. For, yeah, for especially in that sport, it, it's staying in that shape. So okay, he was born June of '85. August 16 was the last. He was 31 during yeah. the last. They were in the Rio Olympics, and he was. He, still, he didn't really win that much, but he, I think he won four. I don't know if he won four golds. He might have won two, two or three in a relay or something. I'm not sure, but I don't think he won that much. He might, he, he might have won like two. I know he won. I think six in London, eight in Beijing. So that's 14. Those are all golds. And I think he won one well, or two. He and had to have Sydney too, I think. Yeah, he was in Sydney. Um, I'm trying to think though. I th- definitely one or two medals that weren't yeah. gold came from the London Olympics, uh, and then same yeah. with Rio. But nonetheless, man, he half the time he was winning gold. Yeah, I mean, that's no, he's, nuts. He's got it. Yeah. I guess it's really hard to like say, like a team. Like put, it's always hard to put like a team number up against like individual sport guys. Yeah. Like like him and I guess you'd have to compare him and Mayweather to how. 
to dominant. just how crazy of a yeah figure that is. Um, I think those two would be like the head to head, like who was more dominant in their in their uh, time. I, I and that's tough. I'd probably say Michael to be honest. I'd say so too. Because Floyd was. Floyd was Floyd's, dipping and dodging boxers like he yeah, actually he was, did in the he was ring the best defensive, his entire career. Yeah, he was the best defensive boxer ever, which is impressive. Oh yeah, it's incredible. I mean, he's um, a total he's a magician in that ring. It's yeah. nuts to watch him. But Michael was just—I mean, for so long too. I mean, and, and Floyd too. But um, yeah, my only thing with Floyd, man, is the fact that he ran from every opponent, or yeah. he. Like Canelo got them early in their career. That way he got it out of the way and got his win. Yeah. Man, if he fought Canelo right now, Canelo is KOing Floyd, Probably. in my opinion. Probably. Even though we just talk about how Floyd's a magician, I respect well, the hell the out of time, Floyd. Floyd is also old now. Way too. older. So, Way yeah, older he, than Canelo. He, he should be losing at this point. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to take anything away from Floyd because even though I do think he's kind of a jerk, yeah. you know, he's phenomenal. He's, yeah. I, he's just absolutely incredible as an athlete. But nonetheless, man, he really did. I mean, he should have fought Pacquiao in 09, 2010. Yeah. After and he got out of prison, he should have came and fought Pacquiao. He waited until 2015 to get that done. On purpose. He waited until Pacquiao was knocked out cold two different times to finally box him. It would have been a definitely different fight. Then. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, granted, Floyd's younger in 2010 than 2015, five years. Yeah, but so is Pacquiao, and he's had the less miles on him. Yeah. So it's... Exactly. And I think he was better at that time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think his peak is better. Well, I don't want to say it's better than Floyd's. So, but at that time, yes, uh, I think Pacquiao was better than Floyd. So he not only defensively did it in the ring, but he did it outside of the ring, too. Yeah. He kind of dodged everything everywhere. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Like except, said, except for so, some So, you know, we're not knocking him for anything that he's done in his career because it's still – you still got to win 50 fights. Yeah, exactly. Regardless, you still got to get in there and, and fight all these guys, so – it's definitely an impressive number. I feel like I do that a lot on the podcast. I, like when I go back and listen, I'm like, man, it's not like I'm hating a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some, I mean, some guys I do. You know, like Nick Foles. Like <laughs> <laughs> Nick Foles. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even want to talk about that guy until the season again. He's Super Bowl MVP though. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, I feel like I hate a lot on athletes, and I love sports. I love a lot of these athletes. Well, I think I'll go as far as to say I want to be cool with some of these athletes. Like I don't want to like shit on them every time. Like you know what I mean? So. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always giving the love to like Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is incredible. Yeah. We, we, we gotta have a love fest podcast about Aaron Rodgers, or we could just make that make this the love fest podcast. I think Aaron, <laughs> of, Aaron of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is insane, dude. His well, let's, stats. Okay, let's let's go, let's go into this. Okay. Um, who's who? Who do you think is the best quarterback of all time? Brady. Okay, so I I think it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I think he's the most. I I'll put it like this. I think Brady's the greatest just because his success and his mm-hmm. longevity. I think the best arm talent ever is Aaron Rodgers. I've never seen anyone with just a better arm. If if in if general, I'm, if I'm having, if I'm taking anyone from anywhere and having a quarterback, nothing like they, they, there's zero day zero, no wins, and but I know like what they're capable of. Um, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers every time. I agree with that. So that's why, to me, he's the best quarterback ever. Um, he's just he can he can move, he can throw, you know, laces not. He he can he can make any throw. There's Dude, there's that no cow, that Cowboys game in the playoffs 
When he, he threw won an a absolute, Super Bowl ugh. on a broken leg. He won that's a Super Bowl nuts. on a broken leg. That's nuts. That's insane. So, and he was still running in that game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, yeah. not of now. That was like the Palomalu, Harrison. I'm sure I'm missing some guys. Oh, it yeah. was that team. Yeah, yeah. You no, know? There's... Yeah. So, um, no, I, I, Aaron Rodgers is incredible. Yeah, let's, I'm just going to go through some, some uh, stuff. Who, who do you think is the best receiver of all time? Jerry. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, hard to argue that. Yeah. I'm a 49er fan, too, but this is like another thing. Like, I think had he played his whole career and maybe not have been on that team, I, to me, Calvin Johnson was the best receiver I ever saw. I don't think that anyone I would agree more with that. talent. Uh, but that's the thing. It's like like our argument a second ago is like Tom Brady is more accomplished than Aaron Rodgers. But he had the better Calvin, coach. Calvin Johnson is a better athlete than Jerry was. Like Jerry oh, wasn't Jerry wasn't the fastest. He wasn't nope. I mean he had to work. Calvin Johnson was talented and he worked. Yeah. So he was just incredible. I mean, the, the stuff that he could do, how fast, how high. Bro, I would be afraid if Calvin Johnson was coming at me. I, he is oh yeah, humongous. So, so not only was he – so really the first good, like, prototype build of him, of that style of receiver was Terrell, Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. And then he came in – and then when Calvin came in, he was – T.L. on steroids. He was – yeah, even faster, even taller, bigger, just as good at blocking. I mean, he was – he was – you would want him. I, I don't know how teams didn't give – like try to like give more for him to try and trade for him. Yeah. Um, it sucked that he played for the Lions for that long. I'm not surprised he retired. No, no, no. Um, Preserve your body, your mind. I'm always – I'm all for that, especially in the NFL yeah. where those contracts well, are written on toilet paper. Your, if you're wasting your years doing – losing, I mean, he went 0-16 with a team. Yeah. He went 0-16 with Calvin Johnson yeah. on the team. And that's not even his fault. No. He's a receiver. He's not playing, you know, he's not the quarterback. He's not the defense. Yeah. So. And then the thing that got out of that 0-16 season is Matt Stafford. Yeah. Who yeah. Who, ha- who can, you know, throw. But I, I think he's, he's overrated. He's not bad. He's overrated and underrated at the same time. It's yeah. Like, it's like he's good, but he's, he's not, he's not great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not picking, like, I'm picking, um, I'm picking Matt Ryan over Matt Stafford. So those are, like, always my two um, things. I, I'm going to, let's, let's jump to the NBA. Okay. So I don't want to go into this too much because I want to. I do want to have Rich on at some point. Oh man! Until wait till you guys hear from Rich. I will just refer to him as Rich. Wait till Rich comes on here because this guy is ballistic over Michael Jordan. So for for most of my life, I have believed that Michael Jordan was probably the best player, and I, and I could still easily say that he is. Yeah, um, definitely the most influential, especially on this generation. Yeah, well, between just, the Air just, Jordans, it's, making it's, Nike it's popular. Well, now I think now I think you could almost say Steph's almost gonna overtake him with this generation. Really? Just because, just all of his stuff that he can do. Oh, this generation. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. But overall, no. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be hard to top that. But um, <laughs> Steph, I just <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hard. Like I, like like you and I said, or like I've told you, I think it's a like a one A one B thing. Yeah. It's it's you can't compare generations. And like I said, I don't want to go too far into this because you know Rich is gonna. Oh, we're gonna go deep. Yeah, it's it's when it's Rich get a little comes crazy. on. Here. I'll probably be sitting in a corner with some headphones on, not really <laughs> waiting for me and Rich to stop yeah, yeah. yelling. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna sit there and, and watch this uh, unfold. It, it'll be funny. <laughs> but so so the the one A one B the, the of course the B referring to is uh, Michael Jordan. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Le- I'm joking. Or or either way. Yeah, either the other way. person is LeBron. 
um, who, who uh, like I said, until like the last year and a half, I thought was the second best player. But now, for me personally, I think he is the best. I mean, he's just he just he just does everything. And, and even if he's not the best defensive player ever, he's guarded all five positions all the time. In Miami, just, he was one of the best defensive players. Yeah. So remember I mean, the Thiago splitter block? Yeah. Yeah, he, he guarded Dwight Howard a lot of times, and Dwight Howard was a good center for a while. Yeah, he was great yeah, in Orlando, he was, and he and he would guard him when he when he played him. So, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. We'll we'll move on from there. Let's uh, we'll, we'll stay with the NBA. But what's your what's your all time five lineup? If you were to build a lineup out of any any guys, point guards magic. Okay. And this is going to be a lot of Lakers bias, but I do think the Lakers have yeah they have had yeah, the yeah. best players. Oh, ever. I mean, they're the, them and the Celtics are the oldest. Two oldest, most successful franchises. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got Magic at point. I got Jordan a shooting guard. I got LeBron a small forward. I have Tim Duncan a power forward, and I have Wilt at center. So no Kobe. Wilt or Kareem? No Kobe in there. No Kobe. Jordan's better than Kobe. Yeah, I mean, love Kobe. Kobe's the reason I'm a Laker fan. I love me some Kobe Bryant, but he's not better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, no. I think he'd admit that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. He still has some black mom in him. Pretty, pretty, pretty hard-headed, but... Yeah. Um, point guard. I don't know. That's tough. I, I, I definitely Magic would, was 6'9", man. I would definitely, passes... I would, oh. definitely, I would definitely say Michael Jordan and LeBron. Yeah. Power forward. I mean, I think there's just a couple guys that you, you can't go wrong with. I mean, I think Tim Duncan is... I think I'd say KG. Okay. I think I'd either go, I think I'd either go KG or Charles Barkley. Barkley's up there, um, and not and and this is um, I love Tim Duncan. He's phenomenal. He's uh, he's probably the best teammate you could have out of that, those players. Uh, actually, I think KG was probably a good teammate. Oh yeah, but uh, I mean I'm sure Charles was pretty hard to play with, but he was. He's he's Charles is always underrated to me. Yeah, just because he didn't want to ring. And he was small. He was a, he was a small guy. He's for, six six. Yeah, and he played power forward. Yeah, in, in a league that was big back then. And he was fat. He's always been overweight. He's, he's, he was. Big he guy. wasn't ripped, but he was athletic. Like he was jamming yeah. on guys. Dude, I remember I was watching. I was watching something, and he was talking about how in college he would literally eat like a whole large pepperoni pizza the night before a game, and like yeah. it wouldn't affect him an entire. Goddamn pizza. That's nuts. But now look at him. They all caught up to him. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I'd go KG. And then at center, I th- there's so many good centers. I mean, yeah, Shaq, it's Hakeem, so, yeah. Kareem, or Will. I think those are like the four. I mean, you could. Three of them are Lakers. You could say. You could say uh, I love my Lakers. You could say Bill Russell, but. He played against he plumbers, was just, man, and electricians. He was, he Come was, on. I mean, he was good. He was the, the, the great, crazy. Great. The crazy thing about him was he. They played in a league where they there was player coaches. So he not only was the coach of that team. That's true. Was, That's he fair. Was, he and won the, titles. Yeah, and he was the guy on the floor starting. Yeah. So, um, the restaurant's still open. So if you get any of uh, if you heard any of that, the restaurant is. Still, <laughs> it's not yeah. really after hours it's just yet. Up. Uh, it's well that clock doesn't work. It is nine nineteen. So it technically is after hours. So, so now but it is after closing. Hours. Yeah. And, so and, and yeah. So getting back to that, yeah. I mean, it, I I would I would probably say I'd take Shaq. So I would that's probably, fair. I would probably go KG Shaq, LeBron. 
I'm just salivating thinking of that team on the floor. Oh, together. my God, dude. Um, Michael, and then point guard is so tough. I would probably say Magic Johnson. That's a that's a big team. Yeah. That's a really big team. Shaq, yeah. Shaq, KG, LeBron. Michael's the smallest one. And then Magic. And then Magic. I mean, yeah. all those guys are 6'9 and over, mm-hmm. besides Michael. Yeah. That's that's actually a really scary team. That is. I, you could put up anybody else against that team. I don't know who's winning. I don't think there's a team that would beat that team. No, I don't think so either. You would ha- you'd have to have like Allen Iverson, Kobe. I mean, you'd have to outscore that team. Is what you'd have to do. But Steph. They, you'd have to have Hakeem, and they, I don't even know. Yeah, you, you it's could, so you, tough. You That's so on. tough to decide. Who who's your favorite? Besides a Laker, what's your what was like your favorite uh, team or, or someone to watch? Like who, besides a Laker, who has been your favorite like player? Um, I love me some Kyrie Irving, man. I think Kyrie Irving is so good at the game of basketball, and I you know, and I understand the whole defensive argument. He doesn't play defense, but he when he does, he's good. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he blocked Curry. Remember game one? Right before yeah. he shattered his kneecap? He yeah. literally blocked Curry. That that was the game if Curry makes that layup. And this dude who's six feet tall, granted Curry's the same height, blocks him from behind. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I just think he's such a wizard, man. His dribbling yeah, skills dead. or his handles. And he can shoot. He obviously can go to the hoop. He, he's crafty. He can... The only thing that slows him down is his injuries. But yeah. even though he's broken kneecaps and he's done this and he's done that and he barely played at Duke, I mean, he really only played – he played 10 games at Duke. He jumped from high school and he was Basically first overall pick in the NBA. And he was – even before LeBron got to Cleveland, I mean, he didn't make the playoffs. But look at that team. Oh, that team was – I mean, Deion Waiters and Anthony Bennett, like, those are my teammates. Like, come on. I, you can't blame him for not making the playoffs. I think Kyrie Irving is phenomenal. Um – I'm trying to think of back when I first got into basketball because I, I just loved Kobe and for, I, you know for me it was if I'm going back and I and I didn't pick a warrior uh, for me it, well it would be I think it'd be two guys I loved watching Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire play yeah on the Suns just just how they were I mean they were the start of really this era of basketball yeah they were up tempo it was Mike D'Antoni um, who still has were, a job for a reason. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a good coach. He's a good offensive coach. But except when um, he's on the Lakers, that team was a little. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. That, that team was a little dysfunctional. Yeah, same with the Knicks. So he he's had some bad positions. He just has to have the right. He has to have a good point guard or someone who's controlling the team like mm-hmm. that. Um, so I those two guys to me were uh, just that time of basketball. To be honest, like them, the Rockets had T Mac and Yao. Uh, the Spurs had Duncan and. Um, Duncan and um, Tony Parker and Manny Ginobili. The Lakers had Kobe and, and those teams. It was just a fun time to watch basketball back then. Yeah. Vince Carter was on the Nets with Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson. Yeah. Um, the Heat had Shaq, Shaq and uh, D. Wade. D. Wade and Alonzo Mourning. D. Wade's another one of my all-time favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, even the, like even when I didn't like LeBron and I didn't like the Heat, I still always loved Dwayne Wade just because I think, I think Dwayne only... Wade's – He's the only guard, I think, ever to have, like, over 2,000 steals and 1,000 blocks, I think. Wow, really? Something like that. It's crazy. Like, he, 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 was, he was a good defender. 
Dude, his blocking ability was nuts. He was just good. He was just a relentless guy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was phenomenal. Let's see. I'm looking up some Dwayne Wade stats right now. Um, yeah, so Dwayne Wade, Kyrie. I mean, throw LeBron in there. When he was on the Cavs, you know, I, uh, I really enjoyed him. And, uh, yeah. Um, oh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were going to have to pause for a minute. Um, yeah, uh, LeBron, when he was in Cleveland, especially after he won the title, I just I was like, this guy is just phenomenal. Like, you can't even, like, deny it anymore. That was when, actually, so when I started, like, because I hated LeBron on the Heat. Yeah. Every year he was on the Heat, I yeah. could not stand LeBron. I thought he was a crybaby and all this stuff. And then I started really respecting and liking him in our first finals against the Warriors. He was all by himself. And he, I mean, the passes he was throwing, I mean, he was just slicing up these guys. And I don't understand how Andre Iguodala got the MVP of that finals for stopping LeBron. LeBron averaged a triple-double, or almost. I think, I think the reason why he ultimately got it and, and I kind of agree, too, to a point. I think the reason why he got it for stopping him was because he came up with big stops and big moments against them. Like he That's picked, fair. He picked, like he game two. Him. You know, he, he, he played good defense on in moments. I mean, Iguodala is, no, is you know, 200 pounds. He's, got, he's losing a ton of weight to him. Mm-hmm. He should really be getting bullied by him, and he did a lot of the time. But then he forced him into nine turnovers in games and – Stuff like that, and he also scored twenty points and stuff in a game, and he's not a scorer. So I yeah. think he and he wasn't starting, and then he started. They put, put game Bogan four. on the bench, and then yeah, and then yeah. he came alive and was hitting. And then they won the next three games so in I, that series. Is so over. I so I understand why, but um, yeah, I always liked LeBron until he made the move to Miami. I I liked him coming out of high school and stuff like that. He was excited. That's how everyone felt. And then he, I just felt like he. The decision's what really made me, like, really sour on him. Like, having that announcement, doing his his city like that, and then having the parade already, and you hadn't won, not one, not two, not yeah. three. Not, not four, not yeah, five, yeah. not yeah, six. Yeah, yeah it's like that whole, that whole thing, like, really <laughs> left a bad taste in my mouth. And it took me, yeah, until he came back, and I was like, okay, he's kind of returning back, and... And then I was like, even though he was playing my team, um, every year, he was just—he's just—he's just fun to watch. He's the best—he's a top three passer of all time. Absolutely, his—he throws still one or two passes a game where I'm like, I don't know how anyone else makes that pass. Yeah, I mean, he literally will drive and he'll like left hand throw something to the corner. It's like, how did he even like get that pass there? Yeah, he's, and he's one of the smartest guys that ever played the game, and that, and that's not even scratching the surface of, of his talents. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I I mean, yeah, I, th- I think LeBron's going to be a lot of people's. Um, but, yeah, it was just fun to watch back in the day. You know, there was just teams. There wasn't, like, a super team. You yeah. Know, it, was, it, was, it was always, like, a, a two, two, a two-some. You mm-hmm. know, like, it was uh, Team Mackinac, uh National. Kobe Sodom, and Powell. Even though, even though the, the Suns actually were such a well-rounded team. Like they had those Grant two, Hill. those two Grant Hill, Rajah Bell, Sean Marion. Like yeah. that was a that was a good team. That was a great team. Um, and, and the Rockets had Shane Battier and uh, Rafer Alston. I'm trying to think of everyone on that team. Like they had some pieces. Carl, Carl Landry was on that team. Yeah. Um, who were you saying? Um, T Mac. He, he was on yeah, the Rockets yeah. around that time. It was T Mac. Yeah. And Bonzi Wells was on that team. It was a good six man at that time. He played for the Kings, I think. Stuff like that. There was there was just some good teams back then who were who. Uh, 
a lot of them could have won. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I agree. Um, back to the whole LeBron thing. You know, there's very few athletes in sports that I feel like this is about. But I feel like literally everything that's happened in his career, it's it was supposed to kind of go this way for him. Yeah. In a weird way, like when you look at it just from – 2001 to when he blew up in high school to 2019 being on the Lakers missing the playoffs, which I don't I don't hold against him by the way except for the fact of the AD trade. Besides that, I can't really blame injuries on him. He finally got injured after what seemed like for 15, 16 years never getting hurt or never missing time because he was hurt except the one time in Cleveland he was off for maybe 10 days. The um, the thing that like. I mean, really, it wasn't his fault. I mean, they when he went out, they were fourth. Yeah, they were the fourth seed in the West. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, really, it was it was the young guys on the team who supposedly were up and coming. They messed they it just, up. They just didn't do anything. They messed it up. Yeah, and so. Like, I'm so. T- <laughs> I get into it. I'm what? so tired. <laughs> what? Yo, I am so tired of this narrative that LeBron messed the season up. I mean, granted, okay, I know I was saying a couple episodes ago that. I, who was I saying it to? I, I said it to, maybe it was my, my friend Zach. I, I was like, you know, I blame a lot of this season on LeBron. But then I thought about it some more. And I was like, well, so the whole fourth seed thing, when you come back to your tenth seed, whatever. But, and I know all the Jordan fans like Rich and all these people, you know, his physical therapist came out and said, and I don't care if he paid her off. I don't believe that one bit. Because yeah. if she's at the physical therapist for LeBron James, I think her pockets are doing okay. Yeah. Especially when you're in Hollywood like that. You know some people. When the physical therapist comes out and says he should have been out from Christmas until midsummer, yeah. and they don't even play until midsummer unless you go to the finals, which the Lakers were never going to do this season anyway, he should have never played. He came, he came back, back in five 30, weeks. And he dropped 30 in his first game, right? Yeah. And then he missed the game against the Warriors, unfortunately, at Oracle Saturday night because of, of load management. <laughs> yeah, fine. That's, that's a funny term for yeah. being out. Oh, just, you know, some load management. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes it sound like all your teammates are shitty. Does that not? Kind of, but, I mean, the, the Spurs have been using that forever, so, I mean. I guess. That's actually getting a little bit away from that point. It's still crazy to me that he didn't go to San Antonio. Same here. He loves Greg Popovich so much. Pop loves him. Pop was just kissing his ass, uh, talking about um, when the Spurs came to town initially, like back in November. He was like, you know, I look at my hotel room and I see this big old poster of LeBron with beats on. I just, you know, and it's just like a monster. Whatever he said about LeBron. It's like, man, these guys are just like a match made in heaven. Granted, they're going to be on the Olympic team next year. They're going to win gold for the fourth time for Team USA. Is LeBron going to play, though? I think so. I mean, why not? I mean, I don't, I don't see why not either, but at the same... If, especially Pop's coach. I mean, he didn't play in 16. It's it's not Pop, I don't think. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, because Coach K retired, so Pop's taking over. Okay, so Steve Kerr's just on the staff with him, then. Oh, Steve Kerr's on the staff, too? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, boy. So and back, him and Pop, to, he played again. for Pop. Well, they coached with him, too. Yeah. Um, he did? Steve Kerr coached yeah, with he Pop? Yeah, he was on the staff, I think, for a year before he took the uh, GM job, I think. For the Suns? Yeah. Huh. Something like that. I don't know. Steve Kerr is just... Steve Kerr is one of the best basketball minds. Yeah. And I would he, love to talk with Steve Kerr for an hour. Yeah. And then he, uh, and, you know, Michael Jordan hated him so much he punched him. But, and, and like uh, I said, we'll, we'll, we'll bring all this out. Oh, I can't. I, I was going to say the whole thing about, you know, the mob. But <laughs> I can't wait for Rich to come on. Because, Rich, if you're listening, you have no answer for my points. <laughs> you don't. You have no answers for my points in these debates. 
Like, <laughs> I'm only 20 years old. I feel like I know more. Like, I know more about the things that happened when he was alive and watching than he does. It's like, how, man? Like, either you've forgotten more basketball than I'll ever know or whatever. Anyway, shout out to Rich. Uh, we love Rich. It's just fun to make fun of him. Uh, <laughs> um, but just back to the whole uh, LeBron thing, I just think, you know, he should have gone to San Antonio. I, I, he wanted to come to L.A. for I mean, Hollywood, the shop. Like, I, I get it. I don't. I didn't think for a second that he was going to San Antonio. But it makes so much sense Yeah, that it's like, why not? Yeah. Um, maybe because he knew he wouldn't have all the control. And, and I still think he's going to go back to Cleveland at some point. Really? I, I do think he will wind up ending his career there. Wow. I just it's so it's still weird to me Sam play for the Lakers. Isn't it isn't it for you? It, it's a little odd. It's a little odd cuz I, I never mean, I never thought of it especially when he was on the Heat. The yeah. last uniform I thought he put on was a Laker uniform. Yeah, I th- I thought I would probably say the Celtics but um just because That's of fair. how the that rivalry was. Um That's fair. Yeah. I I definitely agree. It, it is it's weird but like I appreciate it. And yeah. you know yeah, so the, the greatest players have played for that organization. Yeah, literally all of them, basically, yeah. except Jordan and Russell. Yeah. You know, you, everyone else, Jerry West, Wilt, Shaq, Kobe. Yeah, the top 25, you know. most of them played for, for them. Yeah. They're the Celtics. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think everything that's happened in LeBron James' career was just supposed to go this way. In a weird way, looking back, it just, it all was supposed, and I think he thinks that too. I think it was all supposed to go this way. I think that he has something up his sleeve. I think him and Rich Paul and all those guys are entirely too smart to not get anybody this summer. Now, whether the Lakers overpay for someone like a Jimmy Butler or they overcompensate for Anthony Davis like they were going to, me personally, I don't think that's overcompensating. I think our young core is overrated. When I watch them, I mean, they literally took the team from the fourth seed to the 10th seed in five weeks. Now, granted, Lonzo got hurt in the middle of that stretch. Lonzo was really important to that team, I feel like, looking back. He is, but he he's, I don't know. At least on defense. I think, like, like I've been saying, I still think that if they can keep Ingram, keep Ingram. He's Why? the one piece for me that I, because he's just, he has such a high ceiling to me. Like I said, I, I, I think Kuzma's hit his spot. He's, he's going to have the some nice where he's a flash and all that stuff. But to me, Ingram can be what they would need to piece with those two guys. To me, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Magic's already traded the way an all-star guard. Granted, we had to do it. That That's, that's that, the only that way. Had to, that had to be done, but the Julius Randle thing didn't. Yeah. That, to me. Just letting them walk. That, I think, sorry to cut you off, I think good. them not re-signing Julius Randle, because these two guys have the same agents, the same agent, I think them not re-signing Julius Randle is why they didn't get Paul George. Possibly. I, I don't think... I think that the agent had such a bad taste left in his mouth from the way Palinka and Magic just waltz around and act like they're hot shit, and they haven't done anything. I mean, I guess you can give them the fact that they closed LeBron. They closed LeBron, but LeBron was going to come to L.A. a LA, year before LA, he actually LA came. sold itself. LA honest. sold itself. He came for Hollywood. I can acknowledge that. But I'm tired of the narrative that that's all he's in Hollywood for. I don't think that's the case. I think he came to the Lakers to cement his legacy even further. And I think he becomes a real GOAT the day he holds that championship trophy up with the Lakers. I'd, I may be 
a um, a blind Lakers fan or, or or whatever, I think that's going to happen. He's got three years left. I think at least three years he's, left. He's got to. He's got to. They've got to do something this offseason, and and that's why I said I think the time's now. Don't do anything or not much. I think he winds up going back. Yeah, I think he goes home. Yeah, um, and and that would and that would be. I, I regardless, I still think he's going to go back to end his career there. Because I mean, most guys do. Like when they played there. I mean, look, Dwayne Wade went back. Not that he did anything anywhere else, but I mean, he went to Chicago, which was weird. But that was his. Yeah, that was odd. And then he. Uh, and then uh, who was the other team he played for? Chicago and then oh Cleveland, the Cleveland, Cavs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for like half a year. And that was weird. That was odd. It was, it was LeBron and Wade though. Chicago made sense because he's from there. Yeah. And then him going back home though, and then now retiring it. it it just makes sense when guys do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't doubt Frank Gore is going to go back and sign with the 49ers and retire. Who knows if he'll play, but I think he's going to sign with them and retire. Like a one-day contract or yeah, something? Yeah, guys do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I do think LeBron will play in Cleveland one more one more time. Um, whether, I, they, whether they're doing anything at the time, who knows. Yeah. But um, I, I guess it just depends. At that point in your career, I mean, it depends on how long he plays. If LeBron only plays like three more years, you know, who knows what the, what happens in the next couple of years? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he won't. But I think if he plays for six or seven more years, I think he'll end up his last year with them. And I, I think I think Jordan kind of regretted it, like not going back. I think so too. Um, not ending, not ending it. And maybe he doesn't. He, he's kind of that guy that you don't really know. You know, uh, I mean, Kobe was going to leave at one point, wanted to, and then... I'm so happy he stayed And then he career. stayed, and then now, yeah, now, and he's happy he ended it there. I mean, he's... He's the greatest Laker ever. To but me. You, but you still put Magic Johnson ahead of him? As far as the greatest Laker? Yeah, didn't you say... I thought you said Magic Johnson was... No, well, well Kobe's not a point guard. Because we're talking about uh, positions. No, I, I thought... Maybe, maybe I was wrong. I thought a couple weeks ago you said Magic was the, the best. No, maybe you did say Kobe. I don't remember. I think Kobe's the greatest Laker only because well, Magic said Kobe's the greatest Laker. <laughs> you no, know what yeah, I mean? It's no. like I, I would I would say that. Yeah. I I just think uh, and me personally, I mean, I I watch Kobe play. Like he's the reason I became a Laker fan. Like you know, I just I, I don't have that emotional attachment to Magic. I, of course, I've seen the highlights. I think Magic is incredible. I still believe in him as a GM. We'll see what happens this summer, but I. It's just tough because they've done some boneheaded shit. Why would you trade Zubak for Mike Mascala? What? There it is. Wait, what? <laughs> we need to make that a soundbite. Yeah, what? <laughs> Just hit the... <laughs> but seriously, yeah. you're going to trade one of our best young pieces. I mean, probably, probably the third best young piece we have behind Ingram and Kuzma. Has he done anything there, though? I mean, no. <laughs> See, I, I, th- I think, I think. Uh, but he was doing good on the Lakers. Like, yeah, I have no idea because, what they're watching. Because I think, I think he was just in the right place at the right time with yeah. Tyson Chandler. And That's him, fair. And him motivating him and and all that stuff. You got to have the veteran guy there. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that Mike Muscala was <laughs> a, a, a compens. Uh, I can't even think of the word. Like a compensatory pick or whatever, or, mm. or you know, uh, uh, a uh, trade. Yeah, like they didn't. It didn't. It didn't it's, hold it, its, its value. It's, 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 it's a little bit like a little more weighted towards Zubak, but I mean, to me, it's 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 just a wash, to be honest. In my opinion, I, I know I know like Laker fans are were big on Zubak because he was playing well. Yeah. 
But he wasn't doing anything until they randomly gave him some minutes. I mean, he wasn't impressing anyone. I mean, he would come in and he would get dunked on sometimes. And it's like, and then he came in and he had some big games. And it's like, okay, he got his confidence maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Tyson Chandler's working with him probably. And yeah. So I think it was helping him. And I think they kind of just were like, you know what? He's not going to really do what's What I think they're thinking is maybe, is his contract up at the end of the year? Who knows? If it was, I'm guessing it probably was. If he plays well, he's going to want a contract. And if people and if they don't pay him, people are going to be like, "Dude, why didn't you pay this guy money? He played well at the end of last year." Yeah. And they may think this guy's not that good, but then they got this angry, angry fan base, and they've already done a bunch of terrible stuff. Um, so I don't know. Um, yeah. Let's see. Restricted free agent 2019. Yeah. So yeah, so, he would have been a free so, agent. So but he was only been, making 1.5 a year. But if he played well, like he was, they got to They don't. Him. They don't think he's that good. They got to get rid of him so they don't have to pay him, because then they're going to look bad if they don't pay him from the fan side. Same way the Clippers did that to Tobias Harris. Yeah, they didn't want to give him what he was going to ask for. Well, I, th- I think they're just kind of in that rebuild mode, and Tobias Harris is is uh, is is in that air- area of like he's young and he's going to be good. But I think he's it, was, not worth it, it was it was it was worth it to move him and get some stuff back for him. And, he was a free uh, agent this summer too. Or yeah, yes. and, and so they didn't want to pay him. That's so, that's fair. So uh, and they're still winning. <laughs> they're winning more. Doc Rivers is coach of the year to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm trying to think. Ah, uh, you could say Dave Yeager. No, no, Doc Rivers, man. Dave Yeager, I can argue, has a better roster than the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, who's the best player on that Clippers team? Yeah, but the, this is the Lou same, Williams. This is the same. Lineup from the Kings last year, and they're better. They so like he's de- he's, year. he's developing them. To be honest, I mean they're the, they're the fastest team ever to play in the NBA. What? Their speed, like they're they're the fastest team to ever play. Really? Yep, they have the fastest tempo ever. Oh damn! And I I mean I think they're making the right moves. I I wish I wish they would have made the playoffs or were going to. I think the the Spurs didn't fall off like I thought they would. And yeah. Neither, and neither did the Clippers. I mean the Clippers are in fourth. Fourth or fifth right now? Wait, what? I thought they were eighth. Well, let's no, look. No, they're in fourth Let's or look fifth. that up. So they're going to play the Blazers as of right now, I think. Who Ooh, lost, that's a who good lost matchup. Nurkic, who lost Nurkic. Yeah. And that's a big loss. That is a big loss. Um, who did they Who did they get, though? Um, the Blazers? Yeah, remember, who did they trade for before the end of the deadline? I have no clue. I don't remember. I, they I was, got a big I was guy. too busy. I, I, I want to uh, say they got a big guy that was like a – um, okay, so wow, yeah, the Clippers are the fifth seed. No, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Clippers Rockets first round. Oh man, Clippers Rockets. Rockets are the fourth seed. Oh, they flipped. So what's Portland now? Three. Portland is three. Oh, what's that noise? Maybe. Oh, I think it's outside. So, yeah, someone's throwing some trash away. Like I said, we're in a restaurant, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, who, who's in here? <laughs> it's so after hours, listening. you know. It's yeah. Um, um, Warriors are the first seed. Nuggets have the same record as the Warriors. Yeah, they were actually just in first by half a game. Uh, Blazers are third. Matter. The yeah, Nuggets are going to wind up losing in in some round. They may even get first round. I'll say they might get bounced in the first round. Yeah. The Thunder and, and the Warriors are going to win their first round. They're going to win. Warriors are winning the championship. Uh, Jazz sixth, Thunder seventh, Spurs eighth. Which is crazy. It's not Thunder in seventh. Yeah, because they 
Paul George is my MVP candidate they, they, until the All Star break. They're going to beat the Nuggets if they play on. Yeah, I think so time. too. And then they would go on to face the winner of the, the Rockets Clipper yeah, series. I think so, yeah. Thunder Rockets. That's going to be a good that's series. a good series. That's a great series. I mean, Rockets get that in six, in my opinion. But I don't know. I, I still think it's going to be Thunder and Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. I hope so. Oh yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Kevin Durant going back yeah. to OKC and and everyone calls him a, a cupcake and whatnot. The and, the th- and the Thunder win the series. <laughs> yeah, the way they showed up as, in 2016. As, as, I'm, as I'm a Warriors fan, you yeah. know what's weird is I've got. I did this with the Giants too. After winning so much, I almost like miss the like grind to the top again. It's weird. That's fair. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm at that point like right now I'm like, God it'd be it'd be nice to just kind of rip it all down and not, and not get rid of Clay of course. Um, oh, you guys are giving Clay the max for sure. Yeah, yeah. But but it's just weird. I, I felt that way with the Giants too when they got their last World Series. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm ready for some new new face around here. They didn't really do it, but no. Um, and they barely but, squeezed that one out. I mean, oh, yeah. man, it came down to the bitter end for that World Series. But nonetheless, you know, three and five. You know, now that I think about it, the Bay Area has been really spoiled this decade. Three for yeah, the Giants. About to be four for the Warriors. Uh, the Niners went to a Super Bowl. I mean, I'll, I'll give them that. You know what I mean? It's like they were good when they had Harbaugh, and, and, and then and they got a good thing going right now. I think. Yeah, but with uh, with John Lynch in, in the in the helm, Shanahan and is, Shanahan and, and Garoppolo's going to come back. Uh, I still believe in Jimmy G, even though I'm a Raider fan. I still do like Jimmy G a lot. Yeah, they're doing they're doing. Some good stuff. Yeah, I think so too. Um, let's see uh, if we want to keep going on. Do you want to keep going on sports, or because I just read something on Yahoo about how they're recalling uh, two million pounds of sausage links for. Uh, <laughs> well, where was this article at? For for uh, potential metal being in the meat. Uh, oh, I caught your eye, huh? <laughs> the, so the so so the sausage. Uh, <laughs> so so, what do you think article. of of metal being in the meat? Meaty metal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's weird. Is it like a, is it like a big topic. is it like a big big company or what? Uh, let's see. I think it's the same company that makes the the uh, kabasa. Kabasa. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, recalled. Yeah. Apparently the metal detectors weren't. I don't know. Let's they see. have metal detectors for sausage for, links. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, let's. I, see. I mean, it makes sense. You know, so make sure. Some part of the equipment isn't in there, but I lost it. I know Jimmy Dean back in December did the same thing. They recalled so a that's bunch weird. of. I wonder. I wonder what it is that uh, to metal contamination. That's why I don't eat that shit, man. That's nasty. I'm not gonna what go eat it? pork. Oh, 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 let, let's. I mean, what's up? We'll talk about it more at some other point because I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're just waiting. It's pretty us. quiet now. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, um, we were talking about um, like how expensive. Uh, being healthy is. That's a great discussion. Yes. So uh, you're talking about the metal and the sausage. Not really the same thing, but it is food. No, no, yeah. Um, sure. Just how 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 easy it is to be overweight. How yeah. easy it is to just go and buy, you know, or how cheap it is to, to be like that. You know, as somebody who is a conspiracy theorist, um, as someone who... Smokes a lot of weed. Um, you know, all this stuff, I 
I just think I think the government's full of shit, man. I do. I, I I hate how all they do is shove alcohol and soda and hot dogs and burgers down our throat and all these commercials and all these stadiums you go to. It's all you know, it's always the worst food you could think of, right? Nachos and you you get chili and all you know, it's like, oh my god. The more the better. <laughs> metal but, and sauces now. <laughs> they're even putting they're even them. putting currency in sauces now apparently. Metal, Wait, what? metal. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> they're putting metal in the sausage. But I just hate how they just cram it all down our throat and make it seem like it's normal and they normalize it and they desensitize us like this. And then they turn around and they want to feed you pills. And then if anything goes wrong at all, stop you know, taking the pills. You, you know and you can't um, sue us, but you I'll know. go back into the we were talking about the or I was talking about depression in sports last week. I think yeah. one of the like biggest biggest things for me, because um, obviously I told you I took psychology for a long time. So so like Good brain, stuff. brain brain you know like people's um, how they think and all that stuff. It's it's always been interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And so like mental disorders are huge in in or just me- mental problems mental in health. general. It's mental very health, prominent yeah. in 2019. And there's not a lot of like help for it, but a lot of people get um, prescribed Outraged. things. Well, or, people get yeah. prescribed things for stuff that they I mean they don't even need. I, I think I think that's the last. Resort, in my opinion. I mean, there are people who who do need to be on medication. They need for, it bad for you know for schizophrenics and and stuff that bipolar, super bad. Yeah, they have to that something is missing in their genetic makeup that they're not getting. They're deficient in it and they need it. Mm-hmm. But when you go in and you're um, just depressed or whatever, and I get it. It's it's depression is huge. I mean, it's absolutely it's it's, it's, it's a disease yeah. in, in a way. Um, it, it's a brain disease. But to, but to put it in the in the context of that you need medicine every time, and I get it. Sometimes it, it, it's like a jump start. But what happens is they just keep re-upping the um, the prescription. So they go in and they get a refill. And they'll get another refill. And then yeah. And then they're just on this for so long that it's like they don't remember what it was like to not be on it. And then it's they're like afraid the, to go back. And if the doctor cuts them off, then they're going to other drugs. And then if, if it's too expensive, they're going to other drugs. Mm-hmm. And so it's just always been like a crazy deal, in my opinion, that like how how are doctors still prescribing stuff like that? And and like I said, I, I'm not trying to um, hate on like the p- people with these disorders or, or whatever because you know I've been through that stuff too but yeah same here um to have to have to like think about it um if if I was prescribed some sort of um drug and I was on it who knows if I would be addicted to, to it or um how bad it could get and uh to spin off out of control in another direction and it's just yeah sometimes you do need something to help you get through a tough time I think a lot of it is, a lot of it could be solved with just, just people listening. You know, the biggest thing for me is like, if I had someone, at a time, to just to just sit there and listen. It it would help me more than, than taking. That's not a therapist. Yeah, I mean, like someone you personally know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if someone, I mean, and that's why I've always put myself out like that too. Is is um. I want to. 
reach out and and if if I feel that way, I feel like other people feel that way too. So it's it's just Absolutely. you, you want, people want to be heard a lot of the time mm-hmm. and um and if you can talk through your problems, I think it solves a lot more than pills do in my opinion. Yeah. And there's just not a lot of that out there and and therapy's expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, and so uh and there's not a lot of and you know, as someone who's done it at different points in their life, when I was a kid and last year, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. It doesn't work sometimes. No, at all. That's that's what I'm saying. But what happens is they just are prescribing drugs. I mean, like you, they like, yeah, they labeled you something, and they we're gonna put you on happy pills. Yeah, I'm sitting there taking three is. or four a day, and, and like it's said, like you you can go on that, but at some point you need to like go off and mm-hmm. not get addicted to it and all this stuff and and a lot of the time it's not the solution it's it's just a hindrance to your everyday life and to you actually getting better yeah because those pills they mask the issues they don't solve anything it's it's every pill does that it's it's like drinking alcohol yeah it's it's you're not you're just creating another problem to be honest yep you're going from a depression to addicted to pills and depression yeah. Because then you're depressed about being addicted. Yep. And so you're just and you adding feel even on. Worse. Yeah. So you're just adding on to this terrible thing, and then you're, and then you're in debt, and then you start doing drugs, and then you're really in debt, and then you're now you're addicted to drugs, and you're in debt, and you're depressed about everything in your life, and then that's when suicide rates go up, mm-hmm. and because you, you're already feeling that way anyways. Yeah. So um, that's always been a big issue, like that I've had. Um, I've thought about going back into like that field, and like, I think it's like a <clears throat> big. Huge issue, to be honest. Like, I think it's the biggest issue. I think in, well, there's two. I think I think there's not a lot of mental health help. help. I almost said health twice. A lot of mental health help out there. And then I think when there is, it's just here. Here's a bottle of pills. You know, go away. Basically, yeah. Basically, type of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not actual. There's no help. solution. It's. It's just a. It's a. It's a short-term solution rather than helping this person get through their life mm-hmm. so um it's a big topic and, and and i would like to talk about it like more in depth yeah at some other at some other point because i think i i you know we could probably talk about this for hours absolutely I mean, we could give our own you know takes on it our own um feelings on how you know we felt through it you know because i think everyone goes through some sort of um anxiety or depression especially at some, now man. at some point in their life Social media, it's well, it just it, heightens it. It's not only that; it's it, it's it's more talked about now. It's always been a thing. Yeah, it's just more out there in the open, and people are more willing to like express it. But then it's like expressed, but then it's not helped. Yeah, and so it's just a problem, and it just and and for a lot of people, it's it's just they never can get you know the help they actually need. Mm-hmm. They just are. Um, Addicted to, to whatever short-term, like I said, short-term uh, thing, and it becomes a long-term problem instead of... And, and there are some people who truly have a disorder that can't get over it, and they do need that. So I think it is hard, you know, it, and it is a touchy subject, but I think, I think the biggest thing is people just need to communicate and figure it out and, and see what works for them best, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a lot of the time it, it is just having someone to listen to you. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I mean, would not have helped you. I mean, if if you if you had someone absolutely that you believed was was 
just there just to literally sit there and listen to you. It's it's just an outlet. Mm-hmm. And instead of that outlet being um, an addicting drug or whatever, let or, it, or just let self-destructive it, behavior. Yeah, let it be let it be someone else who can just listen to you. Yeah. And um, kind of you almost you almost let them f- feel how you feel and and they kind of get it and even if they don't at least you've talked about it and it's like out out in the open instead of holding it all inside and you just thinking about it all the time yep um, yeah and so I, th- I think I think therapists are great if, if, the, if they do that a lot more than quickly just pulling out the pen and paper and saying here here's here's a prescription for 100 pills go go have at it and that happened to me last year that's why I stopped going to see the guy yeah. that I was seeing. That's why I because it's expensive. stopped seeking help like that in general. Yeah, and it's expensive too. And, and 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 then you quit, and then you're and you're just in more because then it's like, okay, this guy's a prof- because of how I would think it is, if that happened, I would be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. So what guy does? Who who does know what I'm going through? You know? Yeah. And um, and there's and like I said, there's different levels of of stuff that people go through and. And, and maybe the talking doesn't help some people. Um, but And it is hard to articulate all of that to someone when you see them once a week. You well, know, that's, that's the thing, and, I think. And I'll give therapists and psychologists that and, yeah. and psychiatrists that. The fact that, you know, they're human as well. They, have, they go through issues. They have people their they own, see. Their own problem. Yeah, you sit there and listen to people's terrible lives all day, every day. I just can't help but think that takes a toll on you after a while, or, you know, them. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think we need people to help them more as well. But going back to the whole, like, investing in yourself and and health and everything, um, as someone who's gone through all that stuff and has been, in my opinion, misdiagnosed and has been put on pills that don't work and it costs a ton of money, the biggest thing people out there, if you're listening, you can do to help yourself, and it's so cliche, but it is so true, go exercise. Because now me getting in shape, I've lost 12 pounds, 13 pounds already, and I feel really good about myself. But nonetheless, there's, day, there's still days I wake up and I'm sad, or I'm really anxious about something, or I'm not sure about something. And what I do is I hit the gym. I go run and do bike rides and the sauna, just a lot of cardio, and I'll do eight miles on a bike, three miles running. Like I'll just, for miles on end, bike or jog. And then you get blood pumping, you're sweating, you feel good about yourself when you leave. It's like I was telling a friend the other day, it's literally instant gratification, but it's the healthiest instant gratification probably out there. Because the moment you walk out of the gym and you did that 10 mile bike ride or those five miles on the treadmill or that hour long whatever you did the sauna for 20 minutes straight and you didn't think you could even do 10 you know once you leave there it's like oh i actually did that i can do that again and i felt actually really good you know to just get everything out and to and do all that and so as, as seth enters the room uh but you know overall i just think uh that's that's really important as far as uh you know mental health goes and as far as feeling better about yourself yeah. and, and your confidence just gets better. You well, know, I'm a lot more confident just in my body and in myself now that I exercise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, just right about my point, you know, people, if you are depressed, if you are diagnosed, mixed diagnosed on pills or whatever, first, if you don't think that stuff's working, get off it. Stop going to the people you're talking to or the person you're talking to. Stop taking those pills that they keep prescribing you with and filling you up with that aren't doing anything because it's toxic and it's poison for your head. 
Go exercise, go run, go on a walk, take your dog or your cat out. Like go, you know, go walk with your son or daughter. Go, you know, just go do something where you're active and um, and you're just doing something. And, and I, it's funny, but you know, you're getting your juices flowing, quote unquote, because it really just makes all the difference in the world. Like if I, I wish I would have figured this out at this time a year ago, I would have never gone through any of this shit I was going through, you know? And I'm, I'm just really happy now that that's kind of how uh, I was able to crack that code and it's the easiest thing in the world, but yeah, just go exercise. Just, just try so, exercise. And so I think the biggest thing is, uh, you and I both like had different, they're, they're outs. They're like, um, they're outlets of, of avenues that you can take to help yourself, not just pills. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like you said, you can, you can be physically active and take your mind off things. When, like for me, when, when, um, when I was you. going through stuff, when I was younger, it was sports. So I was always doing sports, and so it would it was something that I looked forward to, or, or music, or whatever it was at the time. Um, I would take all my <clears throat> anger and frustration, and I would go and do that, and and I would forget about it while I was doing that until I was done with it, and then I'd kind of sometimes get back in your own head, and and you're always gonna face demons. I think people are always going to, yeah, and, you know, even even if you think you have a perfect life, you're gonna there, there's gonna be people. At some point, you're gonna have obstacles that you're gonna have to get over and you've gotta I think as you get older you learn what works for you best yeah and if if it really is the pill way and it's helping you then okay you know um, and yeah not to say pills don't work you know if, if you do think they're working and you know you're listening or whatever and you do are diagnosed or think you're diagnosed or whatever then by all means take them yeah take them you know I please do, do what works best for you but if you ever feel like it's not, then find a person to talk to. Find a person to go to the gym with. Find a person to work out with. Find a person that, that you trust and can truly trust. And sometimes it's hard to find. And, and, and that's stressful, too. Yeah, that is. But um, Worst case are, scenario, do it yourself. There are, there are people, yeah, yeah. That, you can, that you can find to listen and, and, and just be there. And, yeah. Um, I mean, you can walk or drive to the gym and get a membership. And you can go work out. Two seconds after you get your membership, I mean, it's and, really you know, and you and there's people there that are going through the same stuff that you are, and then and that's why they're can, there, and you can build a relationship with them and a friendship, and they're, you know, it, there, there's just a bunch of different things. So yeah, um, I think they're absolutely. I think they're kind of wrapping up in there. So I think, I think they're kind of wrapping up. It is 10 p.m. on a Tuesday. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna put this up tonight. I think I'll do it tomorrow morning. Okay. Uh, we're recording this Tuesday night at the 26th, but. Uh, yeah, great conversation. Uh, hour and thirty-five. So yeah, so not a bad you know. one. I think uh, I think we'll definitely go back into some of this stuff and yeah, um, I can give more in-depth stuff and, and maybe it's something that we kind of um, transpose between mine and yours. I don't know. Um, Either way, yeah. I, I think so we, we should can... do one where uh, see ya. Uh, we're almost done. Um, I, I think uh, we should do a podcast where there's no sports. Yeah, um, you know we're, we're we're not doing sports at all. We're just talking about this, or we're talking about just. Uh, well, I think I want to talk about fitness and health too, like on a podcast, yeah. not maybe all the way, but just you know, like kind of like what we're doing right now, but just really just go deep. Yeah, you know, no, I, I think there's there's some topics that we can go over for sure. I mean, there's there's always something, and so like I said, I think we can give more, you know, like personal experiences and stuff, and and go over that and. Um, I'm an open book. I, I'm the kind of guy, I don't know about you, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Obviously, oh, yeah. if you listen yeah. to this podcast, you, uh, you know, the way I yell and yeah, curse. I do. <laughs> what? 
So, yeah. That's the name of the episode. I was gonna what? ask you what the yeah, name yeah. of the episode is. I'll just I'll just call it what with like eight A's. Yeah, um, like, <laughs> so you finally thought of uh, your own. That's not mine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been taking every name from Steve. Makes all these names, by the way. All like the oven. That's hot juice. Like all this stuff is Steve. Steve's like, <laughs> like if I could pay Steve, I would. I, mean, I guess I can, but. Uh, <laughs> No, this is this is this is the it, this payment is for me. I I enjoy this. Like it, it's, I mean, this is this is like a thing. I mean, this takes out of uh, just you know everyday life, and it's. I mean, it's going to become a part. You know, it is a part of our our lives now. But it's like a, mm-hmm. it's an outlet. And like I said, I think that's. Um, we could have called the episode the outlet too. The outlet. It's a nice one. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 what we talked about at the end, but. I mean, LeBron's the outlet of every every play and his stuff, and we talked about LeBron a lot, so we can yeah. call it the outlet. <laughs> we call I, already it the stole, outlet. I already stole back your name. Your <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think this is good. I, it helps me. I look forward to it every week. Um, Same here, absolutely. Um, and I'm going to look forward to doing mine, too, and hopefully get some different people on there, and along with, along with Blake, too, um, because I don't want to get away from that because this is where – um, I feel like I kind of finally got the start in the podcast stuff, and it was kind of like you and I like talking about it, and then we actually did it. I mean, when you went out and bought the mic, I was like, I was like, okay, this is like, like not saying that I didn't have the stuff, but you actually like going out and doing it, like I was like, okay, finally, yeah. You know? So what's up? Uh, yeah. I don't know what when we'll be back next week. Well, at least once a week, if not, yeah, I mean, and, and we could even get them in twice a week. I mean, you know, because with yours going on now, yeah. you know, we'll definitely be back. Al will be back with us next week, hopefully. That, that, you know, yeah, hopefully uh, he's not sick anymore. <laughs> hopefully he's not food poisoned. Eating those corn dogs. Conveniently, the day of the podcast. Eating no, those corn dogs <laughs> in the cafeteria. <laughs> Yo, that is such BS. Al, you cannot tell us you got sick from many corn dogs. Yo, maybe there was... Maybe there was... Metal? <laughs> there was metal in the mini corn dogs. All right, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, stream on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud now. And come back next time because this is awesome. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Later.